You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. Uh, good afternoon, uh, Shefuatov, I guess we can say, because we're starting a new chapter of Trumot. And until now, we've dealt with a lot of mistakes and accidents to do with mixing up Turuma and non-Turuma food. In chapter 6, we're going to carry on with these mistakes and accidents. But these are going to be to do with people who are eating truma that they shouldn't be eating. So truma can only eat, be eaten by a Kohen. So if you're unfortunate enough not to be a Kohen, and if you eat truma, you, uh, you have a, we have a problem. And in a minute, we'll dive into the text. But I thought it would be useful just before we dive into the text, just to set out the structure which the text is going to provide, or which it assumes that we already know. Because not all of this is clarified in the text. As usual, the, the, the text is interested in the boundary cases, in the unusual cases, but I just want to run through the simple cases. So, and I've put those for you on the table in the, uh, in the Google Slides. You've got the Google Slides on, on the link in the WhatsApp chat. And the Mishnah knows that eating turuma on purpose is an awful thing to do. The punishment there is death at the hands of heaven. So a human court will not punish you, but some other court will punish us if we eat truma on purpose. And the Mishnah doesn't really explore this. The Mishnah is mainly interested in eating truma by accident, because if we eat it by accident, we can correct the matter by repaying. And we repay the, we, we repay the, the principle plus 25%. We add on a fine of 25%. And somewhat confusingly, the Mishnah is going to call this a fifth. Now, we think of a fifth as 20%, but if you think your way through adding on a 25%, well, you're going to end up essentially with five-fourths. So what you've added on is a fifth of the total. That seems to be the way the Mishnah looks at it. And I've brought you in the source sheet, the Bartonur, who makes this absolutely clear. But it can be confusing. And the Mishnah does not make this explicit. And it can be a little bit confusing. So that's why one reason. So it's, I've laid this out on the table. When the, the Mishnah talks about adding a fifth, it's really talking about adding a quarter. What about stealing? Well, the penalty for stealing is in Shmot. It's in chapter 22, 8. It's in the middle of Mishpatim, in the center of Mishpatim. And if we steal most things, we need to repay double. Don't forget that. We'll be coming back to it. We're going to repay double if we steal. If we take an object dedicated to the temple, dedicated to the Beit Midash, again, we're going to re repay the principal plus 25%. That's another fifth. What if we take truma, which is dedicated to the temple? Well, that's a double whammy, right? Because we've we got to repay 25% for the truma, but we have to repay 25% for the temple. So we end up repaying plus 50%. We add this, we, we repay two fifths. That is the structure which we're going to look at in these first three Mishnayot of chapter 6. Let's jump into the text. Ochel truma shilgeg. Someone who eats truma by mistake. 
Yeah, the Mishnah will not even get into someone who eats it on purpose. Meshalem Karen Vechomesh pays the principal plus a fifth. Doesn't matter whether he eats it or drinks it or anoints himself with it. Doesn't matter whether the truma is is tame or tahor. And then the Mishnah goes on to say, He pays the fifth and also the fifth of the fifth. This is a very odd statement. Why is he paying the fifth of the fifth? Well, again, the commentators assume, every commentator assumes, but the Mishnah does not make clear. Maybe there's a hole in the Mishnah here. Every commentator assumes that we're talking here about someone who accidentally not only eats the trimmer, but eats the fifth as well. Clearly, if you eat the trimmer and the extra fifth, which we know is an extra quarter, you're going to have to give an extra quarter on top of the, an extra quarter of the quarter. Effectively, an extra 25% of the 25%, which is somewhere around um, six and a quarter percent. That's the fifth and the fifth of the fifth. And then the Mishnah goes on. A normal shalem truma. You can't, obviously, you can't pay the fine in truma because you've already given the truma. That's like, uh, taking someone's money and repaying a debt to him with his own money. We, the truma's already been given, it's not ours. We've got to pay it in chulin. And the Mishnah says, chulin metukanem, chulin where we've already taken out tithes. And then, of course, the Kohen can just use it straight away. Vehem nasim truma. Obviously, anything we pay with becomes truma. Ve'atashlumim truma. Ve'atashlumehem truma. And... Um, the um, uh, any any additions are also true, and the Mishnah concludes: The the priest cannot forego this. It's as if this is a um, it's it's as if this is uh, an insult to heaven or to the temple, not to the person, not to the individual priest. So that the individual priest doesn't have the right to forgo this fine. The someone who eats by mistake has to pay it. So that's the first Mishnah of chapter 6, just laying out the architecture. And the Mishnah will continue. I've given you the Bartonura, just explaining the fifth, but we don't need to stop there. The Mishnah will continue with another boundary case. But a daughter of an Israelite, an ordinary ordinary woman, who ate truma and then married a priest. Now, as soon as she marries the priest, she's allowed to eat truma. But until she married him, she couldn't. Remember, there's this story about Rabbi Eliezer who gave Kiddushin to a hundred women in the middle of a famine in order they should be able to eat truma and survive. Okay, but she's not yet been married. And the Mishnah says, If she ate trum which had not yet been acquired by a priest. So remember, we learned very early on in the tractate that intention is absolutely crucial. Once you've designated the pile, a part of the pile as trummer, that is trummer. Even before, we don't need to hand it over to the priest. 
as soon as we've designated it, it is trimmer. And then, of course, the rest of the pile is free for us to eat. So if she ate trimmer, which had not yet been acquired by a priest, she can actually repay to herself the principal and the fifth because she's the wife of a Kohen now. If a priest had already acquired the trimmer, then she must repay the principal to whoever owned it and the fifth to herself because someone who eats trimmer um, a bushel gag unwittingly can um, pays the principal to the owners can pay the fifth to whoever they want to. So she can pay it to herself. The Mishnah will go on now to talk about someone, another boundary case, but here two people are involved. One of them taking the trimmer and one of them eating the trimmer. And who's responsible? The taker or the eater? Someone who feeds his workmen or his guests on trimmer must, must repay the principal. Who mushlemet a karen for hey mushal mimet et a chomash? Divrei Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir says he repays the principal because he took it, but they pay the fifth because they ate it. And the sages say, they pay both the principal and the, and the extra fifth, which we know is 25%, by the way. But he's going to pay back to them the cost of their dinner. Effectively, he's invited them out to dinner, but he hasn't given them dinner. He's given them food, which they have to repay, plus a fifth to the Kohen. So that's the end of the third Mishnah. And in the rest of chapter six, in the next couple of days, we're going to learn about more mistakes and accidents with people who eat trimmer when they shouldn't be eating it. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. <laughs>